Hey, hey guys, I wanted to talk to you about um, boredom and why I feel like boredom is a very strong and powerful drug. It's very intense and, and it makes you feel like doing things that you probably wouldn't do if you just didn't have the feeling of being bored. So I wanted to talk about that and let you know how um, how we can overcome this, especially as young people. Like I think when you're a child and you're a kid, like you just want to be stimulated. You know what I'm saying? Like you want to be stimulated. You want to think about like all you can think about is what you want to do and how you're going to do it, and and whether that's playing with your toys or going and playing with your friends or bouncing up and down on your parents' lap or running around the house or getting into something that you shouldn't be getting into. Like, all you can think about is stimulating yourself. I mean, we use um, silence, quiet time as punishment, isolation as a punishment. So we'll tell a kid, go to your room for a timeout. And that, to, to a child, that feels like punishment. So... You know, I think when I was growing up, um, I was, I, mean, I lived, you know, I lived in Chicago, and it was very, very, very like stimulating. Like every day, there was something going on in my neighborhood. Like it was a bunch of kids, and we were just running around, playing, having a great time, and it felt great. You know what I'm saying? Like we just had a good time, and there was nothing. There was no days I was walking around my house saying, "Oh my God, I'm so bored." You know what I'm saying? And we got into a lot of stuff. I mean, good things, some bad stuff, whatever. We just did it, and it was, and it felt, it felt amazing, you know. Like my happiest memories were as a child were when I was in Chicago having a good time, you know, running around and playing and enjoying myself. And I didn't really think about, you know, my life in terms of like how bad my life was because I was like. I was always doing something, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I remember when we came to Connecticut and visited, and the first thing that I noticed about Connecticut was how boring it was. And, like, how I hated, I didn't like being here because it was boring. It was quiet. It wasn't enough stimulation. I can remember, like, when we finally moved here, and I was saying to myself, I don't want to go there. And I was just like, I'm bored. It was boring, man. It was quiet. It was like nothing going on. And I felt, you know, I felt ashamed. I didn't want to be there. And I mean, I think most of the time, you know, as a child, you you just want to be able to enjoy yourself and have fun. And I think that was the whole just about me not wanting to come here is because I wanted to enjoy myself, have fun. You know, once I got here and I got settled down, then, you know, I was able to find a niche and there's kids, you know, kids around and we have to go. You have to go a little farther to get to the to the um, source. But eventually, you know, you get settled down, and you find out where your stimulation happens, you know. So my stimulation was in the Boys and Girls Club or just, you know, you know, in the 80s, you could just play outside, go outside and play. You find your friends, go outside and play. So. I look at. um especially as a teenager. I think teenagers have a real, real problem with this. And I think like a lot of things, a lot of bad things happen with teenagers because of not wanting to be bored, lack of stimulation, not having enough 
stuff to do. And I can remember like looking at my like my niece or my son, for instance, and if they don't have any stimulation, they're like they're just going to their room and they'll just sleep. Like they'll just sleep the whole day. There's nothing going on. They're, they're like, you can see it in their facial expression. Almost looks like they're depressed. They're like sad. And they're like, oh, like my son hates being bored. Like he'll do anything in his power to not be bored. And that's a dangerous thing. It's a dangerous thing because like sometimes, especially if you're in a, in a wrong environment, you can find yourself doing stuff that maybe that's not good for other people it might end up causing damage or harm to other people or yourself, but you do them because you're like, you know, other people are doing them and it's better than being bored. You're not like thinking about it on a deeper level in terms of like, this is better, like hurting other people is better than me being bored. But just when you get that rush, that rush of adrenaline, that rush of excitement, you're not thinking about nothing else. You know what I'm saying? Like I was just looking at a um, at a news story, and there's a 14 year old kid who, I guess, he stole a car. He was in an egg challenge, and he ended up um, crashing his car because the guy was chasing him with a gun, and he ended up crashing the car and killing a lady in another car, and he got charged with murder because of that. he's in juvenile detention because he was doing some kind of egg challenge which ended up him being into a car driving and hurting like a lot of people because of it. Now, when I hear this, I think about like, uh, he's 14. He's like, I'm going to do this. He probably got the rush of adrenaline and he probably went to do whatever he had to do. And he, and he did it. And then, you know, he didn't think about the repercussions or the consequences because he was just in the moment. And a lot of times, like when you're in the moment, you're just thinking about what can I do to, to, to keep the excitement going or to get out of this state of boredom, which is, which feels almost like a state of depression. You know, like if you're bored, your body's like, like down and you're just like, you know, you just like, you just feel like you feel bad. Whenever you hear somebody say I'm bored, they, it's because they like, it's a bad feeling to be bored. Like, think about um, how many times you've been interacting with other people and you've said to yourself, this is boring. How many times you've gone to a place, a party, or anything, and you're like, this is boring, I'm leaving. You know what I'm saying? How many relationships have we ended because it was boring? How many times you've seen wives, especially, or husbands, but wives usually will be like, this is boring, I'm getting bored. I'm getting bored with my husband. And you guys will end up breaking up. You know, you'll leave the guy if he's too boring, if he's not doing anything. We used to do all this stuff, and now we don't do anything. And you need the stimulation. So think about, you know, how, how we end up driving our lives based on how can we feel stimulated. Like in every aspect of our life, there's like, what was the, um, the saying is, we live our lives to either avoid pain or chase pleasure. I know I'm getting the, um, the, the saying wrong, but basically we just live our lives in two fashions, avoid pain and to chase pleasure. So 
we're always, 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 always chasing pleasure for the most part until we get old and we're like, all right, this is enough. Let's just sit down somewhere. But for most of our young lives, which can go up to 60 in some in some cases, we're chasing that that excitement, you know, like and just think about how many just think about like drug use and alcohol use. Right. Think about like what we do when we're out there and we're like, you know, to avoid like boredom or to avoid pain. You know, like if we're at some if we're at a place and we're out and especially for uh, us drinkers and we're like sober and we're in a place and we're sober and we're like, you know, it's a different environment than when you have a couple of drinks in you. That, that 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 rush comes inside of you and all of a sudden you feel a lot more more lively, more upbeat, and you actually like you feel better in that environment with a couple of drinks inside of you. And and of course, you know, especially when you're drinking, like that can that can go to the left real quick, especially if you drink too much. Now you're in a situation to where you're either acting silly or you're getting sick or you're getting into the car and you're driving home and you either get arrested for a DUI or you crash. Those are like the worst case scenarios or the hangover the next morning. Like how many times have we been out drinking, partying, having a great time and the next morning we have a hangover, which is a negative effect of us wanting to enjoy ourselves and have a good time. And think about like just, you know, Going some like going to a place and saying, I'm, I'm not going there anymore. Why? Because it sucked. In other words, you were bored when you were there. Now, if we wanted to like think about our lives in terms of like how to how to get over this, right? How to get over being the feeling of being bored and being okay with being bored. And a lot of times it's just accepting silence. As a as as a as a tool to grow, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes we're in like our silent moments, and all we could think about is the silence, and it's silent and it's boring, and I want to do something, I want to get out of here, and we don't actually take the time to meditate on our on our spirits. We don't take the time to just enjoy the peace because we're so we're addicted to stimulation and it starts off from childhood it starts off from from babies as soon as the baby's being put down they start crying you pick them back up and you're holding them stimulating them rocking them putting something in their mouth you know because we feel like that baby's in distress if they're crying or if they if they're uncomfortable so we have to stimulate them so that they stop crying and i think that becomes that becomes part of our aversion to to being bored or to being left alone or to being in a quiet place. Because when we're little, every time we feel uncomfortable, somebody is there to try to pick us up or do something for us. Because the discomfort is distressing, you know? And I know, you know, you're never supposed to leave a baby like hollering and crying for long, too long, because there might be something really wrong with them. But I think like, how do we like another? You know, how do we get out of that? How do we 
take that and say, all right, when you're a little child or maybe like not a baby anymore, how do you take quiet time as, as a part of the, as a part of your day, as a part of life? How do we make quiet time as a part of a child's life? You know, how do we be able to like meditate? I think meditation is very big, especially like we should teach our kids like at an early age, how to meditate and how to be at peace with peace. Just think about the wild child, the wild kids. Those are the most exciting, the most fun. And they're just, they're doing anything and everything they can just because that's just because they can. You know what I'm saying? And like, you might not think about it on a, on a deeper level when you, when you feel bored, but as soon as you get that feeling, that feeling of, it could be emptiness, loneliness, and, um, we can think about it like, I got to, I got to do something about this. I got to do something about this emptiness. I got to do something about this loneliness, but we don't teach ourselves how to meditate on the, on the, the silence and breathe. And I think that's where self-love comes into play too, because when you're meditating on your, on your silence and you're able to just be with yourself without thinking about um, why or how come you're in this, in this situation, then you'll 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 have more you'll have more self love in my opinion. So I think just think about like life in terms of like violence and like especially our especially our teenagers, our young kids. And we don't take the time to just like teach them how to be quiet and how to be able to be at peace with with themselves because life itself is just, is just enough, but we don't understand it because we're, because we have so much going on outside of us and we think that that's what it should be. All right. So I'm gonna stop there. Um, yeah. If you have any questions or if you have any comments, you can um, email me. It's um, what is it? Mask off three, nine, seventy four at gmail.com for any comments. All right. Thanks. Hey guys, what's up?